What's up guys, Thad here, back for another awesome episode of Punk Mouth Radio, and today I am joined by not only one member, but all five members of Maryland's very own Flying Jacob. Flying Jacob, how are you guys today? Really great. We're awesome. Great day. Awesome. Um, you guys just dropped a brand new debut album, Renew. Let's get right into the meat of potatoes of things, because... I'll be honest, I've been following you guys for a while since, like, I want to say around this time last year. And oh, wow. I didn't, I, I caught on to you guys immediately, and I didn't hear anything for a little while, so I figured, oh, they must be busy writing something. And then, all of a sudden, shout-outs to my friend Rohan, I see you guys dropped a new video, um, you, you promoted the album that was coming out, and now it's out, and I haven't heard it yet, but it's crazy how so much can get done in such a re decently small or a uh, decently small slash compact amount of time. So what was the process of going from the EP to to our corporate fathers to the album that you guys have now? So much. <laughs> it was a lot. So we, we had a very insane deadline for this because we wanted the album to drop before we went on to um, Bubba the Love Sponge show, we got invited back in May. So we were like, oh my God, we were still in the writing process in May. So you're like, we have like, so was it like three, four months to yeah. finish this, record it, promote it, get it mixed and mastered, shoot a music video and release it all. <laughs> That's a lot. So it was absolutely, it was insane. Um, we were very stressed out throughout all of it. Oh, yeah. We added Julian in like two, like almost two months ago, not even a full two months ago. Yeah. And um, he just picked up and like, he made the album so much like more than we thought it would ever be with his uh, guitar riffs and stuff like that. And um, so it started with uh, the writing process. We spent about a year writing this album. We started um, around this time last year. And that's why we were so quiet because we were playing a ridiculous amount of shows up until January or February of this past, of, of this year. And then we were like, all right, we're going to disappear for a little bit and we're gonna write. But we wanted to make sure that when we reappeared, everybody's gonna wanna listen. Right. So it was a lot of, um, planning 
for like marketing and promotion and stuff. Um, a lot of just kind of inviting everybody in and keeping everybody updated on what we're doing all the time. Um, we went to a ton of shows, like local shows, and talked about it, and we made sure like our faces were seen around the local area so that we didn't die out. And um, we recorded everything within like two weeks. It was. Wow, really? <laughs> we recorded an entire album in two weeks. All of us had like two days, and then we had one day where we all went and we did fine tuning, and that was it. And we sent it out, got it mixed and mastered. We had two or corporate fathers done first. And um, funny thing, we actually didn't have the final master until the day before the lyric video dropped. Wow. Yeah. So we put out the lyric video because we were still working on the music video. And um, we did that. And the next week, we did the music video. And then this week, we did the full album. So the music video only came out a week ago. And um, it was it was just really crazy. It was really rushed, um, very stressful. I would not recommend doing anything that quickly. <laughs> but it worked out well because we did Bubba the Love Sponge show this morning, and a lot of people caught on to our album and our music. So like, getting it done in that small amount of time while stressful was totally worth it. Of course, um, I I would kind of know the sort of same thing because I. Um, for anybody listening who's wondering, wait, why hasn't any new episodes of Punk Mouth Radio been uploaded in this amount of time? Because I've been putting a small showcase together called Support Your Local Sunday. It's happening September 16th in Brooklyn, New York at The Nest. The details are on the Facebook page and there are going to be a few guests that have been on the p- podcast playing actually at the show to just sort of like bring a small community together and... In the sort of same aspect, you guys recorded an album in two weeks. I put I put a show together in sort of a little or a less amount of time. So it's like I know what it's like to work under pressure. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like it makes you physically sick. It's yeah. insane. It's the, it's the worst thing ever because it's like you're 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 micromanaging so many things to make sure it works out. And, like, if one little thing doesn't work out, it's, like, I just want to throw everything off the table and just, like... <laughs> we had so many of those moments where we're all, like, just, like, whatever, we don't want to do this anymore. Like, obviously, like, yeah, obviously, like, we wanted to keep going, but the stress, like, you get really stressed out and, like, all the pressure starts hitting and you're just, like, uh, I don't want to do this. But, you know, now that we're out of the, the weeds, essentially, we're, we're just at, that was awful, we'll never do it like that again. However, um... Yeah, that was <laughs> that was crazy. Right. So on top of that, we were we were doing like promo shots and like we had to shoot the um, all the corporate promo shots were shot the same night as like the album cover, and we have like other promo shots that we're holding on to. We're going to be releasing like throughout the upcoming months. So it was just it was so much in such a small amount of time. Yeah, I can totally understand, and you know being in a band is pretty it's not like people think being in a band is not it's like it's it's all fun and games and yeah it can be at times but it's like not only is it fun and games but it's also a business there's also a lot of things to sort of really keep on top of if you want your band to be successful in the long run there's social media there's fan interactions things of that nature things that we barely see any bands doing any more on social media or just like interacting with fans on a personal level whether it be meet and greets or like free like meetups in the city to just hang out and talk about music or whatever or talking to fans after shows you don't really see a lot of that but i'm glad there's like right now in this 
age that we're in, there are still bands out there, still local bands out there like you guys doing what you can to make sure your fans actually see you and notice you and you guys form that connection, which is really something um, more bands should be doing in 2018. And props to you guys for doing that. Oh, thank you. No problem. Yeah, we definitely, we definitely make an effort to connect. Connecting is important. I mean, like, you know, connect, even connecting on a, a video call is worth it because it's like, it's communication. Communication is the way we essentially communicate. And mm -hmm. talking about communication, communication on the music level, let's talk about the album. There's 11 tracks. Um, the longest one is Hollow by far. So let's talk about the the mind space you guys were in writing this album you know what what was going through your head as, as you were writing these songs was there like anger disgruntledness frustration happiness sadness well on my end lyrically i'll let everybody else explain like when their writing process but lyrically um this album is very much about the past three years of my life um it was probably it was it was a really difficult like phase and with this album, I really just wanted to get rid of my dead weight. And I wanted to put it out into the world so that I could move on, which is where the title Renew came from. And, um, like, the album talks about, a lot about loss because years ago, um, I lost my father. And, like, I lost, like, I, I had, like, the first time that I really, like, fell hard for somebody. And then, like, that was kind of, like, a horrible, horrible experience that I never want to go through again. Oh, I, but, I, can, I um, can agree with you on that. I've had yeah, many yeah. of those. <laughs> it wasn't, like, the falling for somebody part. It was the I fell for the wrong person part. But, um, you know, there's a few tracks on there on this album about that. Hollow being um, not necessarily about, the, like, the person, more so about the experience of that first real heartbreak, that, that first like real loss of somebody when you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to fight for you, but like, you don't want to fight for me and I don't really know what to do with this. Like, how do I move on? And it's like, you know, for, the first heartbreak's always the worst. And um, with uh, like to our corporate fathers, that one I wrote, you know, I feel like a lot of, a lot of corporations just kind of take advantage of the little people. Of course. And they expect us to be silent because we're not really in a position to get fired. We can't afford it because they don't pay us enough to afford it. Um, <laughs> so I got really angry. Um, there was some stuff with my job that um, is enough to piss off even the most optimistic and kindest people. And so I wrote to our corporate fathers like a week after like all this stuff was taken away from me. Wow. Um, yeah, in, in my, my full-time job. I was, like, promised all this stuff. I had it. They had given it to me, and then they just took it away for no reason. And, like, nobody can get an answer why. Didn't even get so, to enjoy it. Wow, that sucks. Yeah, I got to enjoy it for, like, a year while I was working there. That was it. And, um, you know, songs like Heaven in Your Eyes, um, that one by far is my favorite track on the album. That one was me being, like, I want to have a more positive song. Um, so Rob brought this bass line, which is the intro to the song, and you'll hear it when you listen. Um, and it's incredible. And he sent it to me over Snapchat. Amazing. <laughs> I listened to it at work. I and also I was, recorded it on Snapchat. Yeah, he also <laughs> recorded it on Snapchat. So I was like, yo, this is sick. So like, I had this whole idea of like what I wanted 
the intro to sound like and that came to Rob and I was like, this is what I have. He was like, dude, same. That's exactly what I was thinking. So we wrote, he gave me the idea for the lyrics. Um, well, the idea for the theme of the lyrics, but it was actually, he meant it for another song and I wrote it to the wrong song. So my bad, <laughs> it, tur- it turned out well. Um, you know, that song is just me trying to be there for um, the, L- the LGBTQ uh, community where like, I feel like our relationships are very overly sexualized and um, invalidated in media. And then in the same breath, those people who do that turn around and will be the ones being like, oh, that's disgusting. Don't, don't hold another girl's hand in public. Like your relationships are, are you know, gross or whatever. And it's like, I kind of wanted to put out a song talking to other members of the LGBT community saying like, hey, it's okay. They, they're not going to understand, but we can get through this together. And the song's just me kind of like talking to like a potential partner, a potential girlfriend being like, you know, I'll be strong for both of us if, if that's what it takes. Because a lot of really, really good relationships end up not working out because one, one side of it, you know, is too afraid of what society's going to think and how they're going to treat us. So that's, um, that's that song. And then the other songs, it's like, I think they, they really speak for themselves. It's kind of like that same vein of like, you know, social awareness um, and just being there for whoever wants to listen. I want to be the woman I needed three years ago. Wow. Yeah. I like that. I like that. You know, it's there. There, I feel like there's often a bit of a there like people don't necessarily take into account these things like social awareness and everything that you just mentioned when listening to music nowadays because i feel like music is such in a weird uh place where not like the people that are being taken seriously are not necessary not necessarily meant to be taken serious and then the people that aren't being taken seriously are the ones that are trying to convey the most convey the most weight and most realistic view of whatever it is they're dealing with or whatever is going on in the world it's a bit of a flip-flop and it's like me personally i don't pay attention to those who aren't really meant to be taken seriously i'm i'm trying i i as a avid listener of music i try to give as much attention as i can to everybody but give more attention to those who actually want to be taken serious more attention to those who have a certain message or 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 vision they want to convey and bring more people into and things of that nature and i'm really glad that you guys are taking that step forward with your music with social awareness with awareness to the lgbtq community and just everything in general that you guys are experiencing with the, through, have experienced and experiencing now which is great sleep deprived left nothing for myself if you're gonna take it all out of our hands you could at least cover mental health i can't even think i'm so drained are you surprised we're pushing back are you listening i know you hear us your foundation's about to crack
let's get some of the other members involved in this conversation. What what's what's uh what was where how did you got well I know um the guy right next to you on your on your on your right. I know he's a new member, yeah. What's your name? I'm Julian. Julian, how 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 did you come into the fold of Flying Jacob? It's <laughs> a good question. Um, so um, years ago, I had um, recorded guitars for a local um, indie rock band, and I went to support them at one of the key releases. And Flying Jacob was on the same show, um, and they absolutely blew me away. So I'm not really the type of dude to come up and you know really start talking to bands after shows. Usually, I, you know, come support the bands, do what I need to do, but. This group in particular, I, I was floored by. So afterwards, I actually walked up to Caitlin and I was like, you guys absolutely rock. You know, like you guys are like restoring my faith in music with emotion, music with energy, and music with fun. Right. Um, I've been playing freelance for multiple bands for like the last three years. Um, and while exciting, it's not very rewarding. Of course. Um, and so... All I'd really done was, you know, connect with the band so I could follow them some more in, in some of the local shows. And I kept coming, you know, to shows, supporting. Um, and then, lo and behold, maybe, I guess, early June, um, just before my birthday, I happened to be at a local show, and uh, these two guys came up. <laughs> so they, we had that very awkward conversation of, like, hey, so, like, uh, you know, you want to come on board? And I, I tried my best to act cool. I was like, oh, well, you know, um, what, what's the time commitment like? And yeah, I tried to act cool, but they saw immediately through it. It was like, it was like you know, your favorite sports team asks you if you want to be the quarterback. So, <laughs> um, so it was incredibly exciting. Um, I, was, I was absolutely humbled that I was even considered for it because I was just a fan, <laughs> realistic. Um, but um, they brought me on for an audition. Um, and then after the audition, the ball just got rolling. Um, oh, <laughs> it was a snowball effect. Like everything just kept compiling all together. Well, it was like it was like the snowball was already, you know, the size of me. Wow. And then it got bigger than that. So, um, so they played. Yeah. So they played. They played um, at my audition. They played some of the new songs, and I was absolutely blown away because I'd only heard the stuff on the EP. Right. Um, and um, and essentially from then on. Um, we had to, I think the first order of business was um, actually did a lot of the guitar recording for the album. So after learning the um, the songs to audition, I had to learn the entire album. <laughs> <laughs> and basically um, do a lot of the uh, rhythm guitars, write uh, a fair amount of solos for it as well. Um, and, um, you know, show up to the studio. And then from there it was music video shoot, um, promo shots, all that good stuff. And believe it or not, this morning on the Bubba Beloved Sponge radio show, that was my first show playing with these guys. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> For a whole bunch of listeners and a whole lot of, uh, you know, if I really screwed it up, you know, we've been shot by airsoft rifles and sent home. So <laughs> We got shot anyway. But... Yeah, we got shot anyway, but it, it was out of love, not out of, uh, not out of hatred. So it's been an unbelievable experience. Uh, when she says, like, oh, he's been with us for two months, I feel like I've been with him for maybe, like, two weeks. Um, <laughs> speed and search, things have been going, and overall, it's been an incredibly awesome experience. That's awesome. A very high-stress situation, but I've 
I've grown to love these guys <laughs> as if I've known them my entire life. Right. That's always that's always the, a, a, tre- a treasured relationship when, especially when anybody new in a band just joins in out of nowhere, and you see them sort of like having to adapt to things on this on the flip of a dime like that, which is yeah. which is something, you know. It's as crazy as it is. It's also cool at the same time, and I'm glad you're enjoying yourself so far. Being in a band is cool. I personally, I wish I got to be in a band, but I feel like as I'm getting older, my time for that is like slowly like drifting away bit by bit. Because I, I, I'm a I'm a current I'm a drummer, but like I haven't been playing as much as I I've been used to because I got all sucked into websiting, doing this website and this podcast and everything. So I feel like my time for that is maybe still there but who knows um let's talk about uh what you guys have planned for the future what 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 do you well right now you guys have the album out obviously do you have any shows coming up any do you guys plan on going on tour soon yeah yeah so we have uh we've booked two shows while we're down in tampa we're playing another show this evening and a follow-up tomorrow evening um once we head back to Maryland, we're gonna get back to uh, promoting all the awesome media we've released, um, and then October. Mm, September fifteenth. Oh wow! I'm already. Wow. Ahead. I'm ahead. <laughs> <laughs> this is an entire month. Your month. So September fifteenth is our um, album release show. Um, it is. Metro Gallery. Metro Gallery. In Baltimore, Maryland. Um, what time does it start? <laughs> I think doors are at like doors are probably yeah. Six. I think doors are at six or seven. Look on our look on our Facebook page. We have the event there. Okay. <laughs> promise it's a real event. Yeah, it's it's real. We promise. But yeah, we'll, we'll be doing our hourly show, and then um, October we're looking to go to Ohio. We're gonna be doing weekenders over the next few months. Um, September 15th is going to be like our last local like Baltimore show for a while while we focus on doing weekenders and we're going to like work on our um, internet presence essentially because that just seems to be the thing now unfortunately like that's how you get your name out nobody really wants to come to live shows that much like you have a small pot of people who still love it and then like everybody else finds you through media like you mm-hmm. it's super so we're going to be doing uh, we're going to try and do some coverage we're going to be doing like that um, hopefully hitting up <clears throat> Like, our goal is to go to, like, all the Midwest states and then, like, hit up, like, you know, New England states and slowly work our way down. How about the East Coast? Wink, wink. (laughs) All up and down the East Coast. Good. If you guys are in New York, definitely let me know. I would totally love to come see you guys. Um... Let's 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 liven up the conversation a bit. We've talked about music. We've gotten all the business formalities out of the way. Uh, what do you guys do in your spare time? All four of you, all five of you, I should say. Oh my God, we don't <laughs> have any what is We work all the time. Like personally, I have a full time job and a part time job. Right. Um, I work typically between sixty and seventy hours a week. Oh my gosh. Yeah, most of my spare time is spent on the band, but. I, I personally like I love longboarding. When I get re- when things get really stressful, it's a good like physical release to just kind of like cruise down like a, a like a back trail and, and you know in the middle of nature or something. Um, I'm a really big fan of reading. I read whenever I can, and I do a lot of research on like marketing and stuff because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Got any favorite genres of books? Ooh, favorite books. Um, 
right now I'm rereading The Giver because I just found out there was more books like afterwards. Wow. Which blew my mind. Um, another one of my favorite books. I really love To Kill a Mockingbird. I love. I like like older like American literature. Right. Not none of the new stuff the kids are reading nowadays. I got. I went through a phase where I was like obsessed with Hunger Games when I was 16, and then like I got obsessed with Divergent. And then I was like obsessed with John Green, and then I turned twenty, and all of a sudden I was like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and I got right back to like the old American literature stuff. American literature stuff is, is it's cool. I'm I'm more of a comic book person, um, hence the uh, hence the uh, um, uh, cornucopia of Spider Man surrounding me. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm more of a comic book guy. I have I've read mostly uh, Marvel, DC, but I've been really, 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 really really that's a lot of reallys into uh the boom studios mighty morphin power ranger comics they're fantastic if anybody hasn't um checked out the current shattered grid event do it like now it's fantastic it's everything i wanted um how about the rest of you guys what what are you guys into uh, outside of band work and and any other sort of job that you have um i'm a big fitness guy <laughs> As opposed to keeping them hold, like holding them in his arms forever. Sometimes that's the hardest part. It wouldn't get back down. Um, But (laughs) um, yeah, other than that, I mean, I I pretty much I'm I love uh, movies. I'm a bit of a amateur like movie critic. I I like to watch a lot of movies and pick them apart. Bad movies, especially. Oh Uh, gosh. (laughs) What what are your thoughts on the, the what what are what are your thoughts on the Sharknado franchise? <laughs> that, is, that is comedic genius. Um. <laughs> the first one was, then they realized they were bad, and then it just stopped just being funny. Going, yeah, right. it just kept going. Definitely outlived its glory days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The glory was its glory days. Yeah. Um, other than that, yeah. I mean, most of my hobby is playing music, so. <laughs> awesome. The two guys on the left and the right, I haven't heard anything from you guys. First of all, tell me your names. I'm Alex. Alex, hello. Um, my, I don't really have free time. <laughs> so usually it's working in the band and I, I'm very music oriented in general. Right. When I recently kind of broaden out my drum chops, I'm like watching YouTube videos practicing four hours a day and just like finding new music to listen to right you have a preferred genre outside of the guy the the genre that you guys are established in or do you just listen to pretty much anything i listen to literally everything i can go from like rap to death metal to gent (laughs) to indie music to like prog even oh yes oh absolutely yeah nice nice i dig that i dig that so I'm Rob. I'm the bassist. Hello, uh, Rob. How are you today? I'm just <laughs> um, I, I It's similar to Alex's answer. Like it, typically lately, I've just been working on you know bass, just trying to broaden my horizons. But it's kind of fallen by the wayside since I joined the band. But um, I used to be a uh, CG artist doing 2D drawings and 3D sculpting. Oh, sick! I haven't had a lot of chance to do that since joining the band. It's a very time-consuming uh, hobby to have, but. So lately, it's been all music, all music every day if I'm not working. Right. 
It's fully, it's, I, I, I don't like to censor things. I like to keep things as open and free as possible, you know? There's no, there's no good in, res- in the restriction of just pure human nature. We're all humans. We, we all cuss and that sort of thing. So why censor it? Just leave it open. Whoever doesn't want to listen to it, go listen to another podcast. Exactly. Exactly. I, I... Um, if Flying Jacob weren't, the genre that you guys are established in now, what genre would you guys be? I don't think we even have an established genre yet. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't even know if we've established a genre. Have we? we? I mean, have we? No, I mean, Julia was talking to me earlier. I think you should, you should give that blurb. <laughs> I think it's going to be how serious he is. go from, like, doing ballads to, like, kind of <laughs> metal-esque songs to basic rock. Yeah. Blues um, rock. Blues. Yeah, because try is like straight up like jam. Blues yeah, rock. jam band. Southern rock. So they thought it. <laughs> He's mad because um, we keep telling him like the opening lick to like Two Your Fathers has a Southern rock vibe. And he's like, it's not a Southern rock song, bro. He didn't I, say I, that. He <laughs> won't accept it. We're like, calm down. But um, I don't know. Cause... I feel like we would, we could very easily fall into like a, like an old school, like, Hardcore band, not like hardcore, hardcore. You know what I mean? But like a post-hardcore, yeah. That's my goal to very slowly move us towards being a very generic metalcore or post-hardcore band that everyone loves but refuses to admit. Yes. That they love. I like, like that. I like that. Are we talking like 2010 Rise Records bands? Yes. <laughs> That's like every single band on Rise Records in 2010. Like everybody likes Sleeping with Science. You can't front. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially yeah. their first two albums. Everything else, yeah, maybe. I don't know about a maybe with Sleeping with Sirens, man. It was a. Yeah, it's a... <laughs> Those first two albums were fire, though. Hate. Hate themselves. <laughs> the Rise is coming back now. They're like they're redeeming themselves. They so. are, and it's 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 no it's no it's no it's like I love the fact that like you know labels that we all grew up loving now like grew up loving when we were younger are slowly like coming back into the fold now more and more as we're getting older like rise is just rise records has been putting out quality content with bands like paris and um feel by ramen is still one of my favorite labels because paramore's on that label and they're my favorite band of all time and it's like you know it's i i like seeing so much i like seeing the a lot of uh i feel like Nowadays, more labels are paying attention to the smaller acts and starting to bring them up a bit more and more and still giving en- enough attention that the larger acts need in order to get up there. It's 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 more of a uh, it's a cycle of sorts, but it's slowly working itself into something that's just going 360. It's helping out everybody in the grand scheme of things. I absolutely think they're doing that. Like pure noise is, is really getting into like picking up small bands that are like so good, yeah. but they're not any. Like, I, I, have you ever heard of Sharp Tooth? I have. 
Yeah. So there, Sharks, there, the sharp tooth, Lauren, uh, yeah. Lance, Keith. Uh, I, I'm probably forgetting somebody, so many other people, but yeah, you guys are awesome. If you haven't listened to Sharp Tooth's debut record, Clever Girl, do yourself a favor and like pre-saved on the Spotify. It's fantastic. Um, yeah. Go see them live because they will give you chills. In, in like chills. There's, yes. It's such a fun experience just watching them all on stage. There's so much energy, but like. Yeah, like seeing like really big labels like Pure Noise pick up, you know, a smaller local band and just give them that platform and then watching them just like explode is so cool. And it gives me hope, especially like them coming from Baltimore and her being such like an incredible like front woman and person in general. Like, uh, shout out to you, Lauren. You keep doing what you're doing, girl. Yes. <laughs> Never change. Um, definitely. Uh Let's see, do I have any more questions for you guys? If, okay, well, what do you guys watch on Netflix or on or on TV? Or, like, what are your favorite, like, kinds of movies? Ooh, I know Julian said he's an amateur movie critic, so what was the last movie you critiqued? The last movie I critiqued. I really like those movies that are, like, really good when you watch them the first time and you go back and you realize they're not that great. So, like, here's a good example. Looper. When I watched Looper the first time, my mind was blown. Then the second time I was like, this is kind of stupid, but it works. It works when you watch it the first time. Same thing with like iRobot, those kinds of movies. Yeah. You know, on the second or third watch, you're like, wow, this movie's pretty stupid. But you love it the first time around, and that always fascinates me. Exactly. Because you're going in blind and you're not really paying attention to every single detail. And it's like when you're watching it again, it's like, I've seen everything before. I know how this all plays out, but in the matter of how it plays out and the way it's executed is necessarily either good or bad, depending on what the director or screenwriter is trying to convey. I, I, I'm, I, I myself am a t- of amateur film critic as well, so I, I, I tend to like take things in batches, and then when I see movies a second time, which is mainly Marvel movies, I always like sort of like backtrack and see what went wrong and all that mumbo jumbo. What did you think of Avengers Infinity War? Oh my god, I'm so upset. There was nothing left to think afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how I felt. Broke like 20 minutes in. Like, yeah. <laughs> then they hit you again with it in Ant-Man. Yeah. Oh my god, the end credits of Ant-Man blew my mind. I audibly gasped. I wanted to cry. I was like, you guys, this is going to be insane. I cannot wait for the next one. Yeah, I, I, I audibly yelled fuck when I saw what happened because I was just like, no, I, I don't want to relive this again. Yeah, no, that was insane. That was insane. Infinity War was so good. I was mad about Black Panther. We were like, we got him for one movie and y'all take him away. All right, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back. They'll all be back. We know. We, Marvel knows what they're doing, all right? They, they've had us fans wrapped up in their grasp for 10 years to like... Okay, we we've had you guys in our hands for ten years. We can play with you now. We know what we're gonna do. We're gonna take away everybody you love, only to bring them back. But it's how that we're doing it. You don't really know until you see everything that's gonna unfold. And yeah, um, yeah I think we are out of time for today. This is probably the shortest show I've done, but I'm really glad I got to talk to you guys. I know you guys are hella busy right now promoting this album. If you haven't already. Go on Spotify, save, renew into your playlist, listen to it, give us your thoughts, give the band definitely a like on Facebook, follow them on social media, 
Flying Jacob, thank you guys all for coming on to the show today. I'm really glad you guys got to sit down and talk with me. I'm glad I got to sit down and talk with you, talk about this album, talk about music. Um, before we go, what are your all of your favorite foods? Ooh, hamburgers. Hamburgers and pizza. So, like, I have this really weird obsession with, like, chicken's <clears throat> tortellini, pesto, and chicken. Sushi. Like, I've never had that. It is so good. Just, like, just, it's so easy to, you just, like, bake some chicken, and you cut it up, and you, like, boil some tortellini, throw some pesto on it, mix it all up, and it's banging. Like, it's so good. That's how I meal prep, because I, I work so much, I have to meal prep, so I just make, like, a huge pot of that, and I eat it at least once a week. Oh, wow. I'm a man of simple tastes. Um, <laughs> omelet. Love omelets. Yes. That's, that's about it. Omelets are so <laughs> I could eat like 15 steaks in a day. I mean, only once because I'll probably die afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Indian food for me because it's got rice and on the curry and yeah. usually like chicken. But it's all nuts. It's spicier than my white mouth can handle. But <laughs> I love spicy food. Spicy foods are amazing. <laughs> awesome. I'm so glad I got to talk to you guys. Thank you so much again for coming on to the show and thank you guys for at home for listening to this episode of punk mouth radio in the description you can find the links to follow flying jacob on all their social media check out renew the link the spotify link will be there as well and until next time i will see you guys later